We invite you to join us on our hunt for all things spooky. We're here for the tricks and the treats. I'm Elise. And I'm Haley. And And this this is is Easy Easy Bake Coven. Hello, my beautiful love. Hello, darling. Look, I've got wine again. I'm so mad because I got a special drink just for tonight. Oh, yeah. And I'm on so much cold medication that I think I would go into like (laughs) multi-organ system failure (laughs) if I drank alcohol right now. Take one for the team. Do not not drink (laughs) if you are like taking this medication. I'm like, I am taking a lot of this medication like and many different kinds of these medications. So I probably shouldn't drink. You've got that like sexy raspy voice though. <laughs> Why, thank you. I sound like a man. I appreciate you saying that. No. Well, then that must be why I'm into you because I like <sighs> men. So, <laughs> oh my God. Finally, I figured out the secret. Figured it out. <laughs> oh. How are you? I'm good. I'm at my dad's because he's not here. And so I didn't have to walk through the windy, blustery, scary night that we're having right now to the little cabins, which Love was, it. you know. <sighs> things are good if I don't have to do that so you know <sighs> you're cozy you're safe yeah. I'm not worried you're about probably murders not gonna get attacked by a bear probably. yeah uh, I just heard yeah. or read a mm-hmm. story about a girl who was trampled by a moose in the valley so mm, <gasps> she lived oh, she's shit. fine but when I read the headline like don't you think when you read girl trampled by moose that means she's dead yeah no or like or like very like maimed yeah no she's like you know she's in the hospital but she's okay i'm like maybe we should say girl lives after being maimed by moose exactly (laughs) that's a much better let's lead with the good news here i was like going into the story like oh no this is so tragic i was like oh wait she's fine she's fine yeah so she's badass yeah i mean live to tell the tale after being trampled by moose it's pretty Pretty badass. Uh, so how are Was you, it? sick lady? <coughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> That's how you are. <laughs> Say no more. Dying a slow death. <laughs> I like. I can't complain because last year we were sick so much, yeah, like, all the time. And this is my first time being sick. I think since last spring. Like I don't wow. think I was sick at all this fall or winter. What yeah, do you attribute so, like, that to? Um. My child's immune system is finally developed. Mm, love it. He got he got every possible fucking illness that you could get in like an eighteen month period. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, I know how to work now. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, kid. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or maybe I just haven't socialized a lot in the last uh like eight months. But you know, I think there is something to be said about like the fact that he's in forest school and not regular daycare because my friend's kids are in daycare. Yeah. And like this winter, she her kids have been sick so much. I feel so bad for her because she's like, I'm so over this. Like we've had to cancel so many things because they're so sick. Like not just like little sniffles, but like yeah, always sick. Like fevers and like I feel like that was like a thing pre COVID that like kids always got sick because their like immune systems are developing right. and then it's just so much worse right so much worse because they they had masks on or like were isolated for right. years so they didn't develop immune systems in the ways that they were supposed totally. to totally develop them mm-hmm. and then yeah. like they weren't so, around people and then all of a sudden they're just bombarded with everything yeah. that they've never encountered before yes yeah it was like as soon as the masks went away at school the yeah. like constant illness started happening god 
but yeah so i'm not gonna bitch too much because all things considered this year like the past year has been been a lot better yeah but i wonder how it'll be when he goes to regular school i know like indoors yeah it's gonna be crazy totally hopefully not not horribly sick all the time but you know it is what it is um tell us about your birthday even though you were sick (laughs) it's like so shitty (laughs) (coughs) yeah it um like i don't want to sound like a brat but i'm like my birthday wasn't that great partially because i was sick and then also partially because it was like not at all about me which (laughs) i guess like that's just like i love the honesty happens yeah when you're 33 but i'm like i wasn't spoiled i was not the center of attention i didn't really feel that special (laughs) i had to go to a fucking funeral (laughs) yeah so like on Saturday was my birthday. I woke up feeling sick on either Thursday or Friday. So I was like, oh, it was no, the day after we recorded. Yeah, it was Thursday. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It was Thursday. So I like felt not great. Friday was like, oh, definitely really sick. This is a bummer. Saturday, Russell had a birthday party to go to. Oh, God. In Tacoma. So like went to the birthday party and then someone else's it was birthday Matt's- party. Yeah. On your birthday. Yes. <laughs> on my That's birthday. some bullshit. Yeah. And I'm not like, hey, everyone, it's also my birthday. Uh, you uh, too, you like shove the kid out of the out of the way party. to like blow out the candles. Like, yeah, it's my birthday, bitch. Listen, you little bitch. <laughs> I've been here yeah. longer. Like, so it's like no one. Yeah. So it's like no one knows it's my birthday and that's fine. But I'm like, well, this is not like maybe yeah. my ideal way to spend the day. Right. Whatever. And then Matt's like work uh like holiday party was that night so like the silver lining was that we got a suite at the fairmont olympic which was lovely yeah, and really like, a very nice. nice hotel um but i felt like shit yeah. so it's like we went there matt and russ went for a swim in the pool i showered and got ready for his work party and then just like chugged meds yeah the babysitter came we went to this party the music it was like a fine party but yeah. i felt like shit the music was so loud so uh, you had to like yell yeah to talk to anyone which is so great when you're feeling like night, shit my throat was like yeah like i had no voice mm-hmm. and then we had to get up then russ was up the whole night sick like coughing oh no just like did not sleep and then finally at 5 a.m he was just like i'm not even like i'm, I'm done, done. I'm try sleeping <laughs> so then we had to get up and drive to Canada for my grandpa's funeral. God, <laughs> what a shitty birthday! Yes. And sorry then drive I home that night. So uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, like on on Sunday night when we we I was like on I five, uh, like getting close to home, and I said to Matt, "This is the closest I've ever been. I think to falling asleep behind the wheel of the car. Oh, I'm shit. so tired. Yeah, I bet." And he was like, "Do you want me to drive?" I was like, "Absolutely not. No, <laughs> not even on the brink of death. Do I want you to drive?" I still feel more comfortable with my driving right now in this moment than I would with your driving, and I wouldn't be getting any rest if you were driving because well, I'd be just fucking white knuckling. Also, though, you get really bad car sickness, so like yeah, you exactly. would feel like yeah. even more shit on top yes. of the shit you're already feeling. So, so um. My birthday was fun. <laughs> so it was great. <laughs> I got a wonderful saying. present from my dearest oh. Lisey mm. of some sourdough accoutrement. Paraphernalia. So um, and yes, I got my birthday present on Finally, Haley's on birthday. My birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most amazing little apron for our business, The Wilds. And it was just so cute. It's like embroidered with the logo. I was so, so amazing. It was it. amazing. So good. And I got, like, I got a few other gifts. I got like nice gifts yeah know. it's just like as you get older you're I like know. Oh, like do we need to my celebrate birthday doesn't, this do we like yeah uh, well it's like it's like it doesn't really mm, it's whatever like it's not really that important and then also at the end of the day i'm like well i don't know like 
there is something kind of nice. Just a weird lame day. Yeah. Yeah. Like it almost would have been better just to like be able to be at home and relax and like spend time with yeah. your family and not like be, do what I want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If there's one day you should is. be able to do what you want, it should be that day. Right. So maybe we'll celebrate yeah. this weekend if there I'm you go. feeling better. Yeah. That sounds good. We'll... You can go to Colvos. You go for a nice little drive. Yeah. Take the roof off the Bronco. There you Uh-oh. go. Planning for you. Bring some bring some rosé to the you. beach. <laughs> Stop <laughs> at the coffee stand. This, this is a perfect day. This is it. <laughs> oh, so you know what was really sweet? Yes, tell me. <laughs> on Monday, Catherine texted me like, where are you? Because we never went to the coffee stand on Sunday because oh. we were in Canada for yeah. the funeral. And I was like, I'm literally on my way right now because <laughs> she closes at three and it was 2.30. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm literally on my way right now. See you in a minute. So I like walk up and she had made my coffee and put whipped cream on top and lit a candle. Oh. And when I walked up to the coffee stand, everyone was singing happy birthday to me. Oh, my God. Me. Well, there's your birthday. I like screw the weekend. It was like the, it was like the most special moment of my oh. whole weekend. I was like, thank you. I thought I was going to cry. I was like, that's really nice. Thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you for literally being the cherry like, on top of a shitty weekend. <laughs> Yes, yes. Oh, that's really nice. Good good job, Catherine. Moment. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Catherine. Way to go. Appreciate you. Yeah. So that was nice. (sighs) Well, it's only up from here. I'm going to try something. Yes. I'm going to try something new this week Mm. where I start with the like shitty, um, Mm. sad, like uh, enraging stories. When we go up. And then as we get closer to the end of the episode, I'll. I'll transition to like funny, silly, feel good. So we okay. like end on a high note. Should I, I adjust accordingly? That? Yeah, I, I think that's a great you idea. Don't, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that too. No, I love, I mean, I don't ever have like them. A, if there's a cadence you have in mind, I don't no, want to interrupt that. I literally just post, paste them into my Google Doc as I find them. And then yeah. I just go by what you like, what do want to talk talked about, about. And then I just, I'm like, oh, this, this headline will work here. So I will just adjust the thing I haven't adjusted at all. <laughs> what i'm saying love it perfect Uh, great so flexibility it is yeah so you start us off okay um okay this is one that made me the most angry out of all of them oh boy this man named mason herring Mm. in texas was just sentenced to 180 days in jail for poisoning his pregnant wife with abortion medication wait wait did you hear about this yes and she lived right Yes, yes, and the but baby lives th- yes, with like yes. severe like disability essentially. I-, I had this on my list from way earlier in the week and I forgot about it until just right now. Yes, this is so perfect. Horrible. <coughs> so this woman named Catherine Herring was like estranged from her husband, but they were going to couples counseling. And oh, I guess they they already have two kids together, I think. Yeah, their third child. Um, they'd been married to. They had been married for eleven years, and he's thirty nine. I'm not sure. And how he's old a lawyer, is. right? Yeah, he's a lawyer. Motherfucker. And they went to a counseling session in March of 2022, and she told her husband that she was pregnant, and he had a negative reaction. After that evening, he sent her text messages saying he was not happy. He didn't know what to do about it. You could say that that was a red herring. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nope. I've been waiting. I've been apologize. waiting to find a place to say it. <laughs> don't ever apologize. <laughs> okay, go he on. Says, this is not funny. She said that he told her that the pregnancy would ruin his plans and make him look like a jerk. Oh my god. And then for some reason their counselor, their therapist, uh suggested that they should spend spring break together. This sounds like, like a shitty you, counselor. Should you though? Like 
I don't know. He sounds horrible. Mm -hmm. So then they are spending this time together and he starts talking to her about how like she really needs to be well hydrated because she's pregnant. She needs to focus more on her hydration. Suddenly cares. So on March 17th, 2022, he brought her breakfast and water and he said, I'm not going to leave until you finish that whole cup of water in front Mm -hmm. of me. And she said, the water looks cloudy. And he said, oh, the cup is dirty or the pipes are dirty or something like that. It's fine. Which if you really cared about the baby, you'd be like, oh, let me get you a fresh cup. We don't want you drinking weird cloudy water from this weird faucet. So she drinks the beverage, starts becoming ill, experiencing cramping and bleeding. Goes to the emergency room and is like, something is wrong with my baby. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened at the emergency room or like what. But then she pretty much immediately was like, he's trying to poison me. He's trying to harm me. So she sets up cameras around the house. And then gathers evidence that on six other occasions, he gave her drinks that were mixed with abortion medication my god but she didn't drink them because she'd figured it out at that point what state is this and she gave police this is in texas so shouldn't he be getting like the death penalty or something since they're so against abortion and he tried to kill a baby if you seek an abortion for yourself right you are going to go to jail but you can just apparently choose an abortion for your wife without her Her consent consent yeah and like potentially harm her and <laughs> 180 days in jail. That's ridiculous. Are you fucking kidding uh, me? She gave authorities a video that showed him mixing a substance into her drink and throwing away trash from his car, like to hide the evidence. And then she said she went through the trash and found like a a box for misoprostol or whatever. Oh yeah, uh, the medication that causes abortion. Yeah. Can you imagine being that little girl knowing that your birth father literally tried to kill you? Right so he was initially charged with felony assault to induce abortion he accepted a plea agreement on charges of injury to a child and assault of a pregnant person so it should be it should be attempted murder that's what it should be right that's literally attempted literally what it is he has to spend 180 days in jail and he has 10 years of probation and he's barred from having contact with his estranged wife and his one-year-old daughter who was eventually born and has like severe birth defects oh no. she goes to i think i read somewhere yeah she goes to like different kinds of therapies eight times a week oh my like, god like occupational therapy he should have to pay like, for yeah. each and every one of those right so now this baby is like developmentally delayed That's i so guess is sad. What, they said. what a pig and it's literally his fault and like he's not 180 days are you fucking kidding me didn't i think i read that the reason he said it was he was going to be embarrassed and it was going to ruin his plans is that i think they were already like broken up and he was starting to see someone else and so he felt like if he were to be a new dad to his ex-wife or his soon-to-be ex-wife that it would make ruin his new dating life yeah fucking pig fuck this guy well i think it's ruined your dating life now i think i think it's ruined i hope it's ruined i hope it ruins his whole fucking life Mm -hmm. yeah same he's a lawyer but just sort of like for me really brings home the point that this is actually not at all about the stopping lives of abortion yeah. but it's about uh controlling women's bodies because mm-hmm. somehow it's okay for him to do the thing to somebody else but like women can't make yeah if they really themselves. felt so strongly about that they'd be like oh he gets 25 to life or whatever like if you really think it's exactly murder, like put him away from yeah, murder that's murder if we were going to charge women with murder for having an abortion, mm-hmm. then for for forcing someone to have an abortion against their will, shouldn't right. it be worse than that? Right. Yeah. You literally. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Um, 
Well, speaking of sad, uh, I'm, I'm going to follow your follow your lead and talk about yep. something sad yep. and tragic. Uh, there is a camp in North Carolina near Lake Toxaway. Um, it's called, let me see what the name of the camp is called. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's called Trails Carolina Camp in Lake Toxaway, North Carolina. And a 12-year-old boy died one day after arriving at this camp in a very so suspicious sad. way. So first of all, it says he was assigned mm-hmm. to a cabin with other minors and four adults, which I don't know. I haven't been to camp in a long time, but I would just feel like there's four adults in one cabin with kids. Like that's a lot. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that just weird. feels weird to me. That's strange. I'm also very skeptical of camps now. Mm-hmm. Um, so the boy arrives at camp the next morning. Emergency services are called. He's found not breathing. They try to revive him and they realize he's been dead for some time. So their efforts are, you know, they, there's no way they're going to bring him back. In a statement, the camp said, we're shattered by the tragic loss of a young life and our deepest sympathies are with the students, family, and loved ones. And of course, they emphasize their priority is to respect the impact on the family and help along with the investigation. Um, They did an autopsy on the kid and his death looked suspicious since he'd only been there for a day. And a forensic pathologist said that the death didn't seem natural, but it's still under investigation. So very odd. Their camp costs $715 per day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I would think you're getting the best care for $715 a day. You would think. And their program aims to give kids, quote, the confidence, coping mechanisms, and communication skills that will help them become the best version of themselves. Apparently, they try to help men-family relationships, help preteens overcome emotional difficulties, and succeed academically. But there's apparently this pattern of, like, weird tactics that they use, people saying that they do not like how Mm -hmm. they felt after leaving the camp. It's supposed to use, like, outdoorsy methods to, like, bring you closer to nature, to help you, like, overcome Uh these things. Um, but this is not the mm. first time they've had an issue. Alec Lansing, a 17-year-old, died in 2014 from hypothermia after he ran away from the program. They were fined oh, $12,000, but they were allowed to keep operating. Mm, oh, my God. Concerning. And yep. former campers have shared that it was one of the worst times of their lives. They said it's beyond cruel. Once they went 17 days without showering, they were denied basic hygiene all the time. And they were told it's just part of the process because you're in the woods. Um, So I guess all of that is to say, like, really do your due diligence when you send your kids away for the summer to people that you don't know doing practices you're not really sure of. Like, I I don't know. I am yeah. i won't even let Eloise go to Girl Scouts if I'm not a troop leader. Like, I don't know you. I don't know what you're going to do with my kid in the woods, let alone no. weeks at a time with four adults in one cabin. Absolutely not. I've heard too many true crime stories, obviously. <sighs> so Well, and like, the more you hear about these, like, places where people send their kids away for, like, quote-unquote therapy or whatever... Um, there's like rampant abuse. Mm, I bet. And wouldn't you agree that, I mean, as a therapist, that if a kid needs therapy in that way, the whole family should be getting therapy together. Like he doesn't just come back fixed and then you, it's just dealt with. Like, don't you all need help? Yeah. Like I'm imagining that parents who are sending their kids to these kinds of places are probably really desperate. Um, and maybe like, are being preyed upon in some way. Like they're like, well, we'll fix your kid. Just send just $750 a day. Mm-hmm. And some parent who has like a really defiant or like really challenging 
Sure. You know, kid is like, oh, okay, well, like maybe that'll fix Easy it. We tried everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, I can't imagine that sending your child far away from you yeah. is the thing that's going to fix whatever. Especially going a twelve-year-old. Like that's, that's hard to. So hard to sad. Imagine. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So very tragic. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Well, and like uh, I read, maybe you said this, and I just didn't hear it. He was like naked below the waist. No, like I didn't read that. Were off, and they were like next to his head, <gasps> but like. They said that there's like alarms on the little like sleeping bags or whatever, so that if the kids try to get out and like run away, the alarm an alarm would go off. Oh my god! So like he didn't go anywhere, but that like uh, by the time that they found him, rigor mortis had already set in. Oh my like, god! His body was hard. It was like he had been dead for hours. And how are there four adults in the cabin and no one's noticed? And he's that fucking his foaming at the mouth. Oh my god! And nobody notices this. It's ridiculous. Like how? Yeah, like what happened? That's. I hope it comes. I hope out. that they get to the bottom of Me it. Me too. Yeah. I hope we find out, and I hope the campus shut so I guess, down like, once the good and for news all. Is, if his family has resources to send him to a camp that costs seven hundred fifty dollars a day, it'll probably be like paid attention to. You know. I hope so. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, let's get more angry. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Brian Laundry's parents are in the news. What? Fuck these fucking pieces of shit. What did they so, do? <coughs> they uh they had a good deposition hearing. Um because you know how Gabby Petito's parents are suing yeah. Brian Laundry's parents. As they should. So they they were d- being deposed again, I guess. And this is in a in a court. Uh <clears throat> yeah. That so Christopher and Roberta Laundry said that they had worried about Gabby after Brian had frantically called his parents. So Christopher said he, as in Brian, was not calm and he got very excited and he told me things had, you know, Gabby's gone and he got very frantic. Everything was frantic and quick. He was very panicked. He said he didn't know what to do. He said, you know, can you help me? You know, and he might need a lawyer. Oh, my God. So Uh, then the attorney is like, right? So then the attorney says, what did you think that Brian had meant when he said that she was gone? And the father says, I had no idea what he meant. Oh, my God. I'm like, why the fuck do you think that he needed an attorney then? Why would he say Gabby's gone and I need you guys to get me an attorney? Willful ignorance. You wouldn't put two and two together. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right? Like, they, they're just lying. They're lying. Yeah. They knew. They fucking knew. And then Brian said that he wouldn't reveal the reason that he needed an attorney. He just begged his father to help him during this five minute scattered phone call. Mm. The day before, they can see in like the cell records that Brian had spoken with Roberta, the mom, on two different occasions for a total of 17 minutes. But she said that he never said anything about Gabby being gone. And she said... She didn't know what her son could have meant by that phrase, but from the tone of her husband's voice, she knew that they were talking about something serious. But she also said that she disagreed with her husband, that um, he wasn't frantic. Brian just sounded upset and he didn't sound like himself. She hmm. said, I knew something was wrong. So then the the Petito's lawyer kept asking, why didn't you think that gone meant that she was dead? And they both were like, what? Well, we didn't. We didn't. Oh and, the, and he asked us to contact a lawyer, so we did. We just contacted a lawyer for him. No questions. <laughs> no asked. questions. We'll leave that between Fucking him and the liars. lawyer. Liars. Wow. Liars. Oh my god. They sent a twenty five thousand dollar retainer to this attorney. 
Wow. Based on these phone conversations. So they obviously fucking knew. You don't go and send a $25,000 retainer to an attorney based on your son telling you absolutely nothing. Like, hmm. I'd be like, no, why would why would I do that? Why do you need me to get you a like, lawyer? What do you mean? Especially because they treated or they supposedly felt like Gabby was a daughter to them. So why wouldn't you be like, what do you mean Gabby's gone? What do you mean? Yeah. Thankfully, the Petito's lawyer seems like he's with it. And he said, if she just left and walked away, do you really think he would have needed an attorney for right. that? Wouldn't he have said, help, I need help finding her. I need a search party. So then they said, Brian shows up at home in Gabby's van. And Christopher described his son like a kid who came home in trouble. Oh, my God. So then the attorney goes, let's connect the dots. He told you Gabby was gone. He's frantic and he's upset. He's like a kid that came home and he was in trouble. Did that lead you to believe he murdered Gabby? And then the husband goes, no, but I was worried about Gabby. (laughs) Oh, Just so fucking infuriating. Like they're lying. They are lying in a court of law. Yeah. So the, uh, the laundry family attorney has requested a summary judge in the case. So that means that they would avoid trial and the judge could just make a ruling. So um, it's like TBD on, I guess they, they go through all this deposition and then the, the judge will either say like, yes, okay, I'll make a decision. Or if not, then they will have a trial starting on May 13th. Oh my God. And are they like, and then the laundries will be back in court next week again, I guess to be like further deposed. Is there a chance they could go to jail? Or do you think it'll just be like paying fines? I don't think so. Because I think this is just like a civil. I think they're just going to have to pay a lot of money. God. I think. Because I think this is just. But I mean, it's tampering with evidence. Like, could they? I mean, they clearly did. Maybe in a set. Like, maybe there are separate criminal charges. Yeah. Like the state could sue them or something. Yeah. Or they could be charged criminally for like interfering with an investigation. Right. Hmm. I hope so. Man. So infuriating. Yep. Sure is. Well, I have more infuriating things yeah, to share. Eat them. Let's get more angry. <sighs> have you heard that poor little Harmony Montgomery's dad, father, Adam Montgomery, is on trial for her murder? Oh, I remember reading something like in the fall that he was going to be on trial. Yeah. So for those of you who don't remember, Haley told us about Harmony Montgomery, this sweet little blonde little cherub child. Like years ago, right? Yeah, it feels that way. Um who went missing and they couldn't find her. They assumed she'd been murdered, but they didn't know. And come to find out, she had been. Her own parents killed her. Uh they're assuming it her was dad and stepmom. Yeah, Adam, Adam Montgomery, who was her father. He's on trial right now. And um the little bastard, the little uh mm-hmm. little weasel, he has been absent from mm-hmm. the whole trial. He just like refuses to show up. <gasps> he won't he won't go. What? Yeah. Can you yeah. even do that? Uh, apparently, he just doesn't show up. I mean, it can't look good How to the jury. How is he not in custody? It, it like, he posted guilty. bail? He is. He is. He's in jail, but he, like, won't show up. Like, he won't. I guess I <gasps> guess you can just choose to not be there. So he's not oh showing his face. So his defense. Yeah, that to me, like, screams guilt. Right. His defense attorneys, which this is just so wild to me. Admit that he is guilty of two <gasps> lesser charges. He's not guilty of murder, but they do agree that he's guilty of abuse of a corpse and falsifying evidence. And they want the jury to find him guilty of that, but they deny that he's guilty of murder. So they're saying he didn't kill her. She died of something else. And then he took her body away and hid her body. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, fuck and he people. said that his defense attorneys say that only Kayla Montgomery, his his girlfriend, knew how the girl or his wife knew how the girl died. Um, his lawyer said Adam Montgomery did not. Oh, so they're trying to say he, it wasn't yeah. him. Yeah. She knew. They're saying Adam Montgomery did not cause Harmony Montgomery's oh death. She didn't come clean with Adam. She didn't come clean with the police and she won't come clean with you. So holy shit. How sad. It's so sad. Harmony's actual mother, Crystal Sorry, said that she'd gone to such great lengths trying to find Harmony and she's been testifying in court. And again, Adam has not been there for it. The mom said, I was calling the Division for Children, Youth and Families. I was telling mm-hmm. my therapist, talking to anybody that I knew either was a mandated reporter or had some type of leverage, just trying to find Harmony and where she was. Harmony's great uncle, Kevin Montgomery, testified saying that he had seen Harmony with a bruise on her face that had been given by Adam. Oh, yeah. And Adam, like, bragged, mm-hmm. I bashed her around the fucking house like a cocky son of a bitch. Like, that's something he bragged about the way he treated oh, his little four-year-old God. daughter. So sad. Because remember, the mom lost custody mm-hmm. or just disappeared because she was, like, addicted to drugs or whatever. And then got her life together, cleaned up her, to act, get her back, and went back to try and find her daughter and couldn't right. find her anywhere. Yep. So sad. Yep. So he is actually accused of punching Harmony to death in 2019 while in a car with his estranged wife, Kayla, and their two children. And then he's accused wow. of moving Harmony's body from place to place after she died. Holy shit. Places like a Burger King on Daniel Webster Highway and an apartment where they lived. And they said it was like months that he'd like put her in a duffel and just kept moving her around so that she wouldn't oh be found. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, that will continue unfolding. I think it's just shows what a piece of shit he is that he's not even showing up. Um, and I just really hope that that's uh, wild. He's found guilty of all of the above and that, um, he goes away for second degree murder. Rots in jail for the rest of his life. Yep. 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 Yeah. She was found, like I said, stored in a duffel and then she'd been transferred into a trash bag. And then he, oh my God, I didn't know this until just right now. He snuck the remains into his workplace freezer before disposing of them in March of 2020. Yeah. Oh my God. Like a total POS. Wow. Man. Yeah. So. Let's all send a little prayer to whoever we believe in or don't believe in that he goes to jail and rots there forever. Yep. Prayer said. Satan willing. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. This is my last one that comes from a place of fury. Okay. But this is justice. Mm. Speaking of people who need to rot in jail. Mm. Did you hear about Jennifer Crumbly being convicted on four counts of involuntary manslaughter last week? No, I don't remember. This who that is, is the woman whose son killed four kids at school in twenty oh shit twenty twenty one. Her son Ethan Crumbly was fifteen. <gasps> oh, I remember. And brought the name a gun Ethan. to school and killed four other kids. Yes, yeah, and she has now been charged Holy with involuntary shit. manslaughter, and wow. she's going to go to jail. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Which For how is like long? cool, cool precedent. Um. It says she faces a maximum penalty of 15 years because wow. she's been convicted of four counts. Maybe this will teach other parents to keep better lock and key on their guns. So, like, from what I've read, it is, like, um, it is not, like, going to be, like, a sweeping thing where it's, like, oh, now all parents of school shooters or, like, violent mm. teens are going to go to jail. But they could prove negligence to, like, the utmost degree in this case mm-hmm. where, like, over and over and over she had 
many opportunities to support her son who was like desperately asking for help. Yeah. And uh like just like turned a blind eye. Like actually like did not help him it's so you know sad. at all. And like the um one of the attorneys who like was prosecuting her said, you know, um like there are parents who are gonna be like, oh God my child is troubled. Do I need to worry about that? And it's like, no, if you behave as a normal, reasonable adult and like right. try your best to support your child, you're not, you don't have nothing to worry right. about. In in this case, um, they like the, the attorney, one of the prosecutors said that she and her husband didn't do any number of tragically small and easy things that would have prevented all of this from happening. Oh, man. So part of it was that he had access. They gave him a gun. He's 15 years old and they gave him a mm. pistol a pistol oh my god why Mm. yeah and part of it is that there were like a lot of text messages and like uh written evidence of like him showing that he was very very troubled and asking for help and then basically ignoring him so like he had sent text messages that he couldn't sleep that he was feeling paranoid that he was hearing voices oh my god he sent his mom messages saying that like there was a demon in their house and she said oh it's just an inside joke okay it was just an inside joke i can't remember did he Um, did he kill himself did he die no he was taken alive oh he's alive. alive oh wow um there were messages between her and her husband and colleagues and friends where they joked about the fact that she paid more attention to her two horses and her extramarital affair than she did to her son wow yeah she was cheating on her husband and like cared more horrible oh my god yeah and then she took him to a shooting range a few days before he ended up going to school and and killing four of his classmates maybe the craziest part of the whole thing was that two hours before the shooting his mom had to go to the school and meet with school officials oh my god and her husband too because ethan had written some troubling things on a math worksheet including the phrase blood everywhere oh my god so they met with like a counselor and the counselor was like i'm really worried about his mental health like you know i'm really concerned about your son but together they all decided that he could stay at home i mean stay at school and continue on with his school wait day. so he had no the one gun, bothered he had the gun there at that time he already had oh the my gun god there at that time and no one looked in his backpack and his mom didn't mention oh we gave him a pistol recently maybe we should check his fucking backpack oh my god oh my god so then they, after, like, at the, I think it was at the school, yeah, they found his journal at the school after the shooting, and in it, he wrote about having a plan to cause bloodshed, there were drawings of guns, and there were pleas for help regarding his mental health. It oh said in his journal, my parents won't listen to me about help or a therapist. How can you fail your and kids it, so badly? Right? Ugh. Right? And then after the shooting happened, they found out and they tried to fucking flee. His parents left (gasps) town. Oh, I remember this. Those fuckers. And they said, oh, we fleed because we were worried about uh, like people were really angry and we were worried for our own safety because people were, uh, you know, mad threatening us or something like that. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, I, I think he... Yeah, so he was sentenced to life in prison without parole in December, and then his dad will stand trial next. Oh, man, he must be shaking in his boots. Yep, yep. And it's just, like, 
it's just so shocking to me the number of ways that they failed their son. Yeah, it's really and, sad. And like, there's no way that they could have been surprised by his mental health issues when everyone else in the school, everyone around is like, there's something wrong with this kid. There's something Even he's saying something's wrong with me. Even he's like, there's something wrong with me. I'm hearing voices. I'm seeing demons. Something is not right. And their solution was to give him a fucking gun. Like, yeah, that's bizarre. And not to know its whereabouts, like not to have it, you know, locked. Like, I God. respect that there are some people for whom, like, gun culture is important. I don't understand it, but that's fine. Well, when you but, said like, part pistol, of that the reason I was is, like, the safe storage. Right, right. I mean, like, I could see giving your 15-year-old a hunting rifle if hunting is, like, a thing yeah. that's, you know, you do. And you keep yes, the rifle exactly. locked you, like, away when you're not hunting. Yeah. But, and like, you learn to, about, like, how do you lock it? Right. How do you care for it? How do you store it But, safely? like, I don't see any reason to give safety? your kid a pistol. A pistol? Like, it's not for hunting. What's the reason for giving Why? him a pistol? Why? Why? Yeah, that's bizarre. That's yeah. really bizarre. So I'm glad that she's going to jail. Yeah. Yep. She can think long and hard about her choices. And just like what, like, like this uh, prosecutor said, there were so many opportunities for her to to do some small act that could have changed this outcome and, and saved lives. Yeah. Like sa- four kids died. It's so sad. So sad. Yeah. It's horrible. Mm hmm. Um, well, I have something. I'm going to pivot because we're off of the horribly sad yes. train. Okay, so now time. I'm just going to give you something to be Let's scared go. about. You in particular, because these oh, okay. run rampant where you oh, live. No. Um, we don't just have to be scared of see. bears anymore. We have to actually be scared of coyotes because a hiker in Rhode Island was oh, just no. hiking along and then got attacked by a coyote. And then the hiker being this badass that he or she is killed the coyote with their bare hands like <gasps> strangled the coyote oh, hell got yeah. it down on the ground suffocated it with its hands until it died and then the reason this is so scary is because the coyote tested positive for rabies and the person who it got who it bit oh, now has rabies so oh man and nothing this was an article from the associated press rabies shot right away i god i hope so um they uh, that was what I was most interested in. And the Associated Press didn't update what their health status was. Uh, but I would assume they went Man. into the hospital. You would think that they would immediately go yeah. and get a rabies mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. Because um, yeah, that's like fatal. <laughs> exactly. Have you seen videos of rabies from like the 20s or whatever, like from years ago where they're it's like a, a succession where it shows no. when they first get it. And then like, like days later and days later and like, th- oh. you know, there was no cure. And so mm-hmm. they're, they're going to die. And um, mm-hmm. it's horrifying. Mm-hmm. It's a horrifying disease. I don't know if I'm violating HIPAA right now. Okay. Let me rephrase. Someone I know who's a physician <laughs> cared for someone <laughs> who died of rabies. And uh, it was like all over the news. It was a really big deal because it was like this. I think he was like 25 or 26, oh, wow. just like a kid. And was out for a bike ride. A bat flew into his <gasps> face. And he didn't even know what happened. Like, he didn't even, oh my God. like, really register. I was like, what? Like, what? Was, something just hit my face. What was that? And then weeks later, starts developing all these symptoms. Oh, shit. Ends up in the hospital. He's intubated. He's dying. They're like, what's going on? Wow. And then someone pieces together. Oh, when this bat flew into him weeks ago, something he didn't even think about, it had fucking rabies and he never got a rabies shot and now he's dying of rabies. Because if you don't get a rabies shot, like right. I think there's only a few people ever who have survived yeah. rabies. Um, so crazy. It's not funny at all, but it just reminds me of that scene from The Office where Meredith has a bat 
trapped next to her face over with a bag over her head and she's screaming at oh, Dwight God. and it's just it's, it's not funny oh, but God. it's such a funny scene <laughs> it's well it's like a funny thing that uh I don't know like people get bad stuck in their houses here you right. know, it's like a thing and people don't even realize mm-hmm. and it's like oh fuck you need to be like very scared because most bats have rabies <laughs> yeah well when when I was backpacking through Thailand my other friend Haley not you but another oh, another Haley when mm-hmm. um we took this like long two-hour moped ride this is, this is actually another story for another time because it's scary and we were so fucking stupid but anyway the ride ended with yep. this tour down through a, a cave and you were like like um paddled through this cave on like a bamboo raft oh and then you like walked up these like the most rickety ass ladders you've ever seen in your life and like it's so scary oh god and there's fucking bats everywhere uh-huh. everywhere and there's like guano oh, on the man. floor and Haley's like flip-flop broke so she's like walking through barefoot with like one shoe not on and like in hindsight we're like oh my god oh, like god. we could have died from whatever the fuck the bats <laughs> so many diseases so many and that was not the dumbest thing that happened that day so you can you can tell it was not a i'll tell the whole story another day young and stupid (laughs) yeah i know uh eloise do not do as i do the things i think about what our kids will do (sighs) that we won't know right (laughs) yeah oh man uh yeah so watch out for coyotes on vash oh my god there's so many coyotes here i know i thought of you immediately (sighs) that's scary scary. that's scary shit Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm Okay, what do I want to do? Ooh, something else that you should be scared of. Oh, God. A ghost arm reaching into your baby's <gasps> I saw right. that. <laughs> Did you see this? Yeah, I was like, Did you watch bug. the video? Yeah, it doesn't look like an arm to me. <laughs> oh, really? I was like, 100%. That's a that's an arm. I'm convinced. I do not Wait, see what did you arm. think it looked like? I don't know. It looks like some kind right of like, like, the video, like the footage lagged or something. And then like it like flew in mm. and like it was like a bug. And it was just like slow shutter speed or something. I don't know. I think... Well, I mean, like, whose arm looks like that? That because you are, don't want a ghost arm to reach into your baby's crib. Well, what? No, that's jokes no on way. you. Because Eloise refuses to sleep in a crib. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the ghost can reach all. Yeah, they want. the ghost has to reach through there. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <clears throat> okay, so this is. Uh, in Sheffield, England. Why are there so many? I don't know. British ghosts. People have been because <laughs> it's an old country. Been living and dying yeah. there <laughs> for many yep. years. Yeah. <laughs> the man is named William Grave. <gasps> oh, Grave. That's creepy. And this was the first night that the baby monitor had been set up, and it because oh. it was the first time that his that his son spent the night in his room alone. So the next morning he was looking like at the video footage to yeah. see like how did he sleep? Did he do okay? And he's like, What is that? Like it he's like, I saw an arm reaching into the cot and it looked like it was going in to pick his dummy up, which is what they call a pacifier, uh, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Or he's just like really rude to his son. Like, <laughs> that dummy. Fucking idiot baby. Stupid baby can't even walk. Can't, do shit. <laughs> can't even walk yet. <sighs> Uh, and and like according to the timestamp on the video, it happened around seven a.m. or shortly before seven a.m. But 
he and his wife did not enter the room until 90 minutes later when the tot woke up for the day. I'm like, I'm Excuse sorry. me. <laughs> Your baby what? did not wake up for the day. You're nine months old until 830 in the uh, morning. That's the scariest part I'm of the story because you I just don't like understand. fed him and put him down at six. Yeah. And then he just had another little stretch in mm-hmm. the morning. Like, I hope he didn't sleep the whole night in there. I mean, for your sake. Because I, fuck I you if he did. Leave, but go to hell. <laughs> that has not Truly. been. Yeah. Mm. And at first he thought it was his wife. But if that's what your like, wife's hand looks she like, something's was wrong. Wearing, she was like, my, he was like, she wears a Pandora bracelet. I'm like, motherfucker, why are you buying your wife a Pandora bracelet? Ain't no <laughs> wife on this planet <laughs> Earth that wants a Pandora bracelet. Okay, but I still stand by the fact do that not. it does not look clear enough to be like, that's t- very much a hand that has no bracelet on it. Like, it's just this quick little thing. So, what? His, he's like, my mom died right around the same mm, time okay. that Xander was born. So he thinks oh. it's his ghost mother's. Uh, mm. old lady creepy ghost hand. That's weird. I think it's, I'm choosing to believe this. Mm. Joe. <laughs> yeah, call me Joe. <laughs> I'm, we'll Have post a it in our, on our post. Faith in the paranormal, <laughs> I do. Lisey. I do. And I'm going to show you my, my faith in my next thing I'm sharing. Okay. Tell me. Redeem yourself. Okay. <laughs> I'm sending it to you. As my best friend and love right, interest. Right meow. I'm sending it to you. Okay, let me see. Where's my? Where's the chat? Where the Ooh, fuck is I'm the chat? Watch it? Okay. Yeah, you're watching it. You're watching it. You want me to text? Yeah, it? did yeah, the chat disappear you. for you too? So I'm not the only person who doesn't know how to use mm. fucking Zoom. Nope, I opened chat. It's fine. <laughs> but I also am texting it to you because then you it. can watch it on your phone. Um, I'm assuming you Perfect. probably saw this because that last story came from coast to coast where I found this. Uh, did you see the sure video did. of the figure coming out of the flames in Chile? Chile, 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 however you say it. I saw the headline, but I did not watch the video. Okay. Alarming, to say the least. I was like, are you sure there weren't firefighters on the scene? Because it's that convincing that there's a fucking oh, person shit, really? coming out of the flames. It's taking so long to send this. Wait, did you text it to me? I did, but, you know, internet oh, okay. problems. Like, I haven't gotten it. I just put it in the chat. See if that's faster. Yeah, it's in the chat. Okay. Okay. Good. Here we go. Uh, it's funny because I saw the headline. And I was like, that seems like one of those ones that's just stupid. So I no. didn't click on it. I'm so glad you did. And now I'm missing out now on you're gonna see. bonafide paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm watching right now. What? Like, what the, the fuck? fuck? What the fuck is that? And there are no firefighters. It looks like the shadow of a firefighter. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, okay, that's obviously got to be a firefighter, this right? It's a shadow. Just a weird. But there was no one there. Weird demon popping out of the flames. I don't know. Oh, hell yeah. So um, there's this I'm into that. devastating forest fire in Chile. And the scene um, was, you know, put all over the, the local media. And during a live shot that's just like overlooking the fire, they see this odd shape of a person suddenly like stand up from the flames and it like raises its arm and then just vanishes from view. And so this goes viral in Chile and... People think that it's some kind of supernatural entity, like an angel or a demon or an alien or a giant. And then the skeptics, which when I got to the skeptical part, I was like, okay, I want to hear what their theories are. Their theories is that it's just smoke briefly taking the shape of a person. I'm like, no, what? Well, and then someone does say the shadow of a firefighter, but no one has said there were firefighters there. So, oh yeah, that's crazy. So weird. We'll share it in our post. But um, if it's not a firefighter, it's very alarming very much so so yeah that's that's some scary shit i like it yeah so i've redeemed myself okay um 
did you also see on Coast to Coast the the report from multiple pilots who saw weird lights over the Canadian prairies? No, I did not. Ooh, this one is so fun. Tell us. Okay. So there's <clears throat> there's no like photos or videos, but there's an air traffic control recording from Canada. I didn't listen yes. to it. I just read the summary okay. because there's only so many hours in a day, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Basically, on January 19th, this uh, pilot is flying north uh, out of Winnipeg, Manitoba, Mm -hmm. so like Canadian prairies, and they contact air traffic control, and they're like, is there any active military airspace in the area? And air traffic control is like, no. And this gal is like, there are lots of active bright lights in formation. (gasps) And the air traffic controllers are like... Okay, I don't know what that would be. Other witnesses start calling in pilots who are also in the air at the time, seeing the same thing. <gasps> like, what is this? Oh my god! So she said they're moving side to side, and then they're going away from each other, and then they're forming triangles. <gasps> this is another pilot says. Oh my god! And then the third observer, you know, calls into air traffic control and goes, "It's quite bizarre. There's around six of them just randomly in formation, flying at a high altitude." Oh my god. And then a fourth person calls into air traffic control and says, these are definitely not satellites. This is unlike anything I've ever seen in my 15 years of night flying that I've done. Oh, my God. Then two other pilots join in and say that they have they're like, I'm not seeing them right now. I haven't seen them tonight, but we've been seeing those lights for the last 18 months or so. Oh, my God. Like what? Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? So yes. air traffic control was like, we don't know what it is that you're seeing. Like, we, there's nothing that we can see that would be causing what you're seeing. Oh, my God. And so they uh, filed filed a case with uh, Transport Canada, which is the Aviation Authority. I think it's like the FAA in the States. Yeah. And they classified the event as other, which includes UFOs as a possible explanation, uh, alongside, like, weather balloons, meteors, like, weird weather, whatever. Uh, some skeptics said that maybe it was Starlink satellites, but that is not how Starlink moves. If you've mm. ever seen Starlink before, it does not look like that. So weird. No, don't they and, just move like uh, in unison across the sky like a star, like a satellite? Yeah, they're just like yeah, yeah they're just like in a line. Mm-hmm. They're just like in a line, one after the other. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, basically, basically they don't know what it was, which I love. Yeah, and I, love I that think too. it was definitely aliens. Oh, for sure. That's my that's my take. Oh my god. Uh, obvi. Obviously. <laughs> okay. Who knows? Yeah. Obviously it's aliens. <sighs> no doubt about it. <sighs> Speaking obvi. of weird yep. Yep. alien things, do you remember Rachel you. Dolezal? Oh God, yes. Unfortunately I do. <laughs> she lives in like Spokane or something, right? She's like here. Um, yeah, she's, I don't think she's in Spokane. She now lives in, no, she now lives in, um, the Catalina Foothills and works in their school district. Oh, shit. Uh, and has an OnlyFans profile. <laughs> this is the inevitable, like, end of Rachel Dolezal. Uh, like, of course she has OnlyFans. Yeah. Like, it could only ever be this mm-hmm. way. Oh, my God. I, I hate She also her changed so her name. Oh, God. To Nikechi Diallo. Oh, um, okay. and apparently Nikechi is short for a name I'm not going to try to pronounce because I'm going to ruin it, but it comes from a Nigerian language, which means the gift of God or what God has given. So she's still wow. trying to grift 
Yep, still trying to. Not only is she appropriating and pretending that she's black, the name that she chose for herself translates to God's gift. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. Oh my God. <laughs> nope. I wish I was. I sincerely wow. wish I was. Uh, wow. Apparently, her OnlyFans has the following message Welcome to my OnlyFans page, where I post creative content and give fans a more intimate look at my life. She also has an Amazon wish list posted to her OnlyFans, which includes um, a guide to poisonous plants, which she should not have access to, oh God, and no. stiletto sandals. Oh my yeah, God. So she's still alive and well, folks, somehow, some way. Unfortunately unfortunately yeah. so watch out i mean the not grift, that i like, want her to keep, be dead the, the, but the i just grift, want her to go away right the grift that keeps on grifting rachel dole is all jesus christ and she shouldn't be allowed to be a teacher either oh my god no like not at all yeah. wow no wow so there you have it heard it here first um okay this is kind of crazy spooky and maybe hopeful there are mutant, mutant wolves that are roaming the Chernobyl oh, no. exclusion zone, and they have developed <gasps> cancer-resilient abilities. Oh, okay. Isn't that cool? Okay, so... How do know, we get our hands on assume, that? Right, I assume that everyone who listens to our podcast knows about the Chernobyl nuclear disaster. If not, read we about it. We need to it. do an episode on that. Um, yeah, we really should. We really should. And there's a great HBO miniseries very haunting uh did you yeah, watch that? i watched a couple episodes and it was good i watched a couple so sad. uh um, speaking of things to watch i'm gonna just plug it here the new mr and mrs it. smith was real good really really liked it always oh, did you like it i did there were some very i mean it's more about relationships than it is about like spies it's like about their the beginnings yeah. middles and ending of a relationship and um there are some really excellent scenes particularly the fighting scenes where like not spy fighting but like relationship fighting where it just oh. like hits you you're like oh i've said something like that in a fight before like oh that that's that's that cuts pretty oh, deep crazy and, uh yeah it's it's really good it's really well done Highly i was really excited to watch it because phoebe waller bridge was supposed to be like the co-creator with mm. childish gambino what's his mm -hmm. name donald glover, oh, donald glover. Mm -hmm. uh but then like they had creative differences oh, so really? she walked away and then i was like oh I'm loyal to her. I can't like it wasn't uh, like bad. She was yeah. just like I don't. We don't have We're the same vision, aligning, so yeah. like, we shouldn't make the show together. Yeah, yeah. So then I was like, oh, like I can't watch it because I love her, mm. but um, I really like him too. So I guess I should. Just yeah, get he over that he was great. It. I was actually like he could be like a bond. Like after watching this really and him like, like him. as a spy, I'm like you could have been. Oh, a, totally. You could do it. Yeah, it's it's really mm. good. Really mm. good casting is excellent. Yes, please and thank yeah. you. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. <clears throat> cool. Cool. Okay, so in the Chernobyl exclusion zone, which like people are not allowed to be there, people don't live there, but uh, you can go there for like very limited amounts of time. Um, but there are animals that still live there. So mm -hmm. I guess there were also like wolves there and these wolves are now like have mutated to allow themselves, like they've adapted to survive these really high levels of radiation. And wow. There are like these researchers that I think, where are they from? They're from the States, I think. Yeah, they're from Princeton. 
went there a number of years ago and they uh in 2014 and they put these gps collars on the wolves and they have like little devices that detect the amounts of radiation that they're exposed to so they can see like they're being exposed to immense amounts of radiation every day and they also took blood from the wolves that would help them understand like how are they able to like withstand this levels of these levels of radiation and not like develop cancer and you know like right. survive so anyway uh they're like yeah it's kind of like promising maybe like this research will be helpful for uh like examining how gene mutations in humans could increase odds of surviving cancer essentially um but they wow. haven't been able to go back in a really long time because of the war in ukraine first because of covid and now because oh, of wow. the russia ukraine war uh it's like not safe for them to travel there i guess but in the future they hope to go back and like get more data and take more blood from the wolves i just saw that and i was like fuck that's so cool and kind of metal yeah badass wolves. that's crazy wow that's crazy wild literally wild wild shit and nuts and i hope that we can harness that power that's amazing just be able to walk around fucking chernobyl and not die of cancer i just want to be able to walk around the normal earth and not die of cancer to be honest oh also that yeah (laughs) true 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 good point point. (laughs) um speaking of wanting to be able to harness something while walking around i have good news for you tell me um I know you always joke about it, but now it could be a reality. You could make up to $45,000 for pictures of your feet. You're <gasps> welcome. <laughs> like, actually, though, because what I read online is that the uh, demand is now lower than the supply. There's an oversupply of foot photos online. I don't know. The New York Post sent me a story about how, depending on your kind of foot, you can have a Roman foot, a Grecian foot, a square foot. That's how you'll make the most money, depending on what kind of feet you have. And all you have to do is go on to Fun With Feet, make your account, and there you go. So you're welcome. I've made your dreams come true. (laughs) I'm going to retire. There you go. Retire off of my feet. Yep. Yep. So there you have it. Hilarious. You're welcome. I, I, good for those. Good people. good work if you can get it. Yeah, good for those feet. <laughs> good for those feet and the humans that they are attached to. That's true. Um, that's a lot of we news. Really that's a lot of things. We really went all over tonight. Yeah, we hit a lot of spectrum. A, yep. lot, of, a lot of different topics. Sure did. Uh, How do we feel about the um, the going from bad to better? Loved it. I love everything we do, always. You like it? (laughs) (laughs) Friends at home, if you're like, yes, love that. I left your episode feeling more hopeful. Um, Mm. Let us know. If you're like, what the fuck? That was weird. Just do random popcorn, whatever shit. Go back to how it was. We don't like change. Let us know that Understood. (laughs) If you'd rather start with positive and end your night in gloom, you can tell us that too. (laughs) Oh, well, you should probably tell me that in a professional capacity. I do think you should <laughs> yeah. seek therapy if you want to end your podcast listening experience sad. In gloom. Yes. We should then then our tagline yeah. wouldn't work for yeah. you anymore. <laughs> Happy haunting. <laughs> no. Sad haunting. Well, we like to end on a happy note. So what's your good thing? Oh fuck, what's my good thing? Okay, my good thing is that on the way home from my grandpa's funeral on Sunday. I went to Cactus Club, which is my favorite restaurant in Canada, and I got a Love it. like take home Bellini kit 
That's what I was going to drink tonight. <gasps> cool. Uh, but I don't feel well enough. Mm. But so like sometime in the coming days when I feel well enough, I have enough for like multiple days worth of Bellinis in my fridge. Oh, that sounds um, delicious. That's so refreshing. So that's just like, that's what's getting me through <laughs> my life right now. Ooh, the yikes, Bellini. That's dark. <laughs> you need to talk to a therapist that about that. That is not great. <laughs> I'm like, the only thing getting me through this illness is the promise of alcohol on the other side. <laughs> yikes. Yikes. That is my good yeah. thing though. I'm looking that's forward good. to it. It's good. It's good. What's your good thing? Um, well, I guess I have two kind of good things. One Yay. is that it's like 40 degrees out and we just had negative 40s. So it literally. Oh, shit. Wow. Is that right? It literally changed 80 degrees. Is that right? <sighs> yeah. 40, 40. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. So um, things good. are melting at a rapid rate, which is crazy that it was like icing over then melting. Um yeah. That's and my insane. other good thing is that I have like five sourdough orders for this week from Hell random yeah. strangers. So yeah, I'm you. pretty excited about that and proud of myself. Yeah. So I'm proud of you. That's it. Just that I'm, you know, getting warmer and baking Lisa's bread. doing the business. That's right. Bitch. <laughs> Living the dream. <laughs> Trying. Living the Really, dream. it's just that the economy sucks and I'm trying to make extra money. <laughs> So that's living the dream in America. <laughs> you got to sell those feet pics, Lisey. I know. 45 G's. Trust me. Thought about it. The secret to economic prosperity is your feet. Think about it every day. Standing on them. Got the secrets here in my feet, in my shoes. <laughs> 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 um, <sighs> yeah. Send us out. Tell um, us all the things. Like, subscribe, rate review tell your podiatrist oh tell your pedicurist mm -hmm. tell the folks buying your bread <laughs> and the folks selling you bellinis about our i podcast. think about that with the, the airbnbs i'm like it's so off brand though if i'm like by the way i have this podcast where i curse a lot and talk about ghosts and i homestead <laughs> Tune Do you in. want to be scared in these cabins like <laughs> yeah, I am on some occasional straight. evenings? <laughs> yeah. Love that. Uh, just yeah. like put it like just put like a little like sticker mm. or something somewhere. So they're like, hmm, what's that? Oh, you know what I should do? We should happen get, upon it organically. We should get guest books and I'll just sign like I'm someone else and be like, listen to my podcast. And then someone will be like, oh, that's a podcast. I'll listen to it. Oh, and then I love boom. that. There you go. I'll sign yep. as you so Done. that they won't know it. that it's the owner because my name is yes. on the Airbnb listing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or be like, just sign as a random and be like, I had so much fun. While I was here, I happened to find this podcast called Easy Bay Coven and it made my whole trip wonderful. And all I ever want to do is listen to that podcast and also buy bread from the wilds. Anyway, have a great stay. Hosts were really hot. Bye. That's a cue that's for really all of sounding all of you listeners to do that at each Airbnb that you go to. <laughs> that's your that's your cue. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> like my stay was made great by the fact that I listened to Easy Bake Coven podcast every day while I was here. <laughs> Please do that and take a picture and tag us in it. It's called organic promotion. Yeah, UGC user generated content. <laughs>
<laughs> Anybody uh, who does that and sends us a photo of a guest book somewhere that you stayed and wrote that, we will send you a free pictures sticker. of Haley's feet. Oh, sorry. And <laughs> well, no, that's going to cost you. That'll cost you forty five thousand we'll dollars. Sticker and yes, and our undying love. Yes, and always. Affection. No, yeah. not affection. I don't want to promise anything. Physical, <laughs> just our undying love. Also, I saw someone else wants a sweatshirt that says. I'm a slut for cryptid. <gasps> so that's two, two orders. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Plus you and me. Plus me. Four. Four. Mass produce those bitches. And, oh, no. And then like one other, one Five. other person told me. Five. So, oh, my God. <laughs> Done. That's enough We're going to be order. in stores before you know it. Yep. Yep. Love yep. it. So, um. well, I think that's it. Oh, yeah. Send us an email, theeasybakepod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Go to our website, easybakehovenpodcast.com. Boom. And right? follow us on Instagram, easybakehovenpodcast, okay. all the things. And we love you. Yes, thank you for listening. And have a good weekend. And don't forget to keep it spooky. And make it sweet. <laughs> Happy, Happy haunting! haunting!